Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference, and for uh, tuning in and showing up in your life. Very empowering and a great way to start your day. Well, uh, you have been hearing a lot more about uh, CBD, CBD oil, terpenes, a lot of new terms that you weren't used to just a few years ago. So our friends at... uh, Vitamin Life in Redmond this Saturday, uh, March 23rd, noon to 1. Uh, they're talking with a doctor who's an expert who's actually been training the people at the, in the government at the, mm-hmm. uh, in Washington State uh, about cannabinoids and the endocannabinoid receptor system that we all have that who knew? Well, you've been hearing a lot on our show about plus CBD oil and uh, we speak to uh, an industry expert, Stuart Tomp. He'll be coming up in the near future, um, but this is a really important one to pay attention to. So uh, this Saturday at uh, Vitamin Life, it's all about CBDs. Also want to let you know that EWG, which is environmentalworkinggroup.org, EWG.org, we pay attention to that group. We support that grassroots group. They are all about sussing out pesticides and chemicals in our foods, especially our foods. And they come out every spring with a list of the top 10 or 12 most, uh, you know, pesticide foods uh, on there. And the first five are strawberries, spinach, kale, nectarines, and apples. There's certainly more. They have 12 in the top, and then they have a lot more. But you can go to EWG.org. That is why buying certified organic produce and fruits is the best that you can do. So try to stay away from those top five um, or wash them really, really well before you eat them. And we'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk, so can business and people within the structure thrive at the same time? Judging current structures, you might not think so, but perhaps there is a way. We'll talk to Mark Lesser, author of Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. So I'm pretty sure if he can find some common ground in these two places, then maybe there's hope. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Thank you, Benny. And welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk Radio that makes a difference. And yes, we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. That listener is you. Well, our special guest today, Mark Lesser, is a CEO, a Zen teacher, an author, and he leads trainings and talks worldwide. He's led mindfulness and emotional intelligence programs at many of the world's leading businesses and organizations, including uh, Google, SAP, Genentech, and Kaiser. Uh, He's currently CEO of ZBA Associates, a company providing mindfulness-based leadership trainings and creating community by supporting ongoing groups. He caught our attention with his book. It's Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader. It's Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. So when I saw the, the you know, subtitle, the Google. I, I, I knew we had to do this book because, <laughs> you know, Google and mindfulness, well, hey, we're from Seattle, so we're going to find out what this is all about. Mark, welcome to Conscious Talk. Uh, thanks. It's really good to be here. Hi, hi, Brenda and Rob. 
Hi. And Mark, I did tell you before the show how much I really loved your book and, and the work that you're doing out there in the world. And and I, I think the first question I want to ask you, um, be, you know, before I get into why a mindful leadership book is, I know that you speak to, you know, businesses and corporations and teach classes. Are the younger people the millennials and the younger people that are coming up in some of these bigger companies, are they really tuned in this way and perhaps they could be the hopeful future for business in this country or in the world? I I think they're a big part of the wave and a big part of why there is so much uh, interest, I would say even passion about uh, mindfulness, consciousness into the business world because young people are coming in and, uh, you know, there's a, many years ago, there was an expression, especially in large corporations that you, you left your soul in the parking lot, you know, Mm -hmm. when you got out of your car and walked into the company, that's no longer the case. And there is a, a, um, I mean, of course it, it, it's not like it's everywhere that that does happen in places, but I think it's more the exception, especially with young people wanting to live more whole lives, conscious lives, a lot, the, the whole idea of alignment is no longer on the fringe. The idea that you want to live and, and have your, your values and what's important to you be aligned with what you're doing in your work life. Mm-hmm. This is becoming, people are becoming um, needing that, wanting that on a, on a huge scale right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems when we're looking at what is shifting out there, it's actually shifting of necessity. And of course, um, when you think about what business is all about, uh, problem solving, you know, bringing people together to solve problems, uh, this is a huge one. We are disconnected out there. And, and it's it wasn't what we envisioned because we envisioned technology and all of these improvements in our, uh, you know, comfort level, so to speak, <laughs> and our ability to connect technologically. We thought that was going to bring a lot of peace and, and a lot of extra leisure time. So <laughs> so we get what you're doing. So, so is this why Google, is this why you ended up there? You were invited there? You know, it's funny how, um, you know, we talk... <laughs> So so much of uh, when we talk about livelihood of, you know, being very um, being very proactive and, you know, pursuing pursuing your bliss and and all of that. And and, and of course, those things are important. And then there's how life happens and things happen. I mean, uh, I I got a call, a telephone call one day about, um, oh, maybe 13, 14 years ago uh, saying that uh, Google so a Google engineer had an idea of creating a mindfulness meditation and emotional intelligence program inside of Google. And they were looking for people who had um, they, what they wanted was someone who had 10,000 hours of meditation practice. And they wanted someone who was comfortable in the business and leadership world. And someone told them that I fit, I, I had the credentials for that. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and it was interesting. And it was, oh, and by the way, there's no budget for this. Um, this was this this was Google, right? Uh-huh. And 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 I was like, whatever. And I found myself um, working as part of a team that was an incredible team of, um, you know, some psychologists, uh, neuroscientists, a Google engineer, and you know, a fellow a fellow Zen teacher. And we started testing out and creating. How do you how do you bring uh, mindfulness and emotional intelligence into Google? And and we created a program uh, over a period of several years uh, called Search Inside Yourself, and mm-hmm. um, and it became uh, more and more popular until there were like huge waiting lists of people wanting to take take this program. Mm. Yeah. I, I just realized, you know, I hadn't thought about it, but the, the play on words of the search within yourself. I mean, it's so obvious I missed yes. it. Yes, it's right. It was yes. when, 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 the, um, when the ideas were floated about what to call it, uh, people laughed when they heard, you know, search yeah. inside yourself. And so that, that was clearly it. 
Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, we may have new listeners that have tuned in, and who knows, we may have some people tuning in for the first time, and perhaps they're not familiar with the term mindful or mindfulness, and um, and and uh, you know maybe you can explain that what that is, and also emotional intelligence. They may not even know what that is. Could you explain those two so we we have a reference point to go from? <laughs> sure. Uh... So let's start with emotional intelligence. Um, so one way to talk about emotional intelligence is to is to break it down a bit into its core pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. The core piece is self awareness, right? Is knowing mm-hmm. is knowing your your feelings and emotions, your inner resources and intuitions, and being yeah being tuned tuned into that. Mm-hmm. Um, other core pieces of emotional intelligence are things like uh, dealing with uh, difficult emotions so emotional you know self self management or self regulation understanding what your values are and what's most important to you mm-hmm. um and then there's the more the, the communication part of it so empathy being able to have a highly attuned uh knowing the the feelings and emotions of other people and then the whole realm of communication skills uh, how are you at having real conversations, making real connection, dealing with conflict um, in the business world? Uh, political awareness is a so this is the realm of emotional intelligence. Now, mindfulness practice is your where you put your attention, your ability to focus, your ability to have a wide perspective. I would say mindfulness also includes uh, self-awareness is a big self-awareness and consciousness as well as qualities of curiosity, kindness and compassion mm-hmm. I think are core qualities to develop as part of this big mm-hmm. uh, bucket of uh, mindfulness. Mm. When we talk about holism, um, you know, it's funny because a, a lot of people who just aren't familiar with the term, when you say mindfulness, they they go to just, you know, mental attitude, <laughs> that, yeah. that kind yeah. of a thing, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to what you just described, which is a holistic existence, mm. understanding mm. that whole and how the parts interplay. And, you know, as you said, the key is where you put your focus, but what you're focusing, um, you yeah, know, is right. also part of the conversation. So in the businesses that you've been able to help, Mark, uh, what have you found, uh, uh, you know, we have a little bit before we take a break, what have you found missing? Have you found compassion miss- missing or caring or kindness or curiosity? Well, it's, it's, I'd say it's not in the business world only. It's everywhere. Right. I think I I think that we, um, you know, I did a uh, I did a a short, a small workshop in uh, downtown New York City last night uh, to about 100 people. And it was mostly mostly young people and mostly people who come from, I'd say, the who have, if not a full blown practice, have some real interest in meditation, yoga, mindfulness practice. Well, Mark, hold that thought because we've got to run off to a break here, um, and and we'll pick this up when we come back. Folks, we're running off to a break, and we'll be back with Mark Lesser. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CV Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts, offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds, to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com. Dance floor is open. Come on, everyone. Let's shake it. 
You're young at heart. Let's keep it that way. Stay feeling young with Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, designed specifically to help support and strengthen your cardiovascular system as you age. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract was founded on scientific research and has been the subject of more than 800 research studies over the last 45 years, revealing its significant cardiovascular benefits. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Cardiovascular, Blood Pressure Health, Cholesterol, and Circulation Formulas are just a handful of the many Kyolic supplements that can help reduce the major risk factors of heart disease and promote overall heart health. Organically grown, Kyolic Garlic is aged up to 20 months, has no pungent odor, and is gentle on the stomach. Make a resolution today to stay young at heart and keep your cardiovascular system strong for years to come. Get Kyolic today. Available at fine natural health retailers nationwide. Breathe deep, smile, and pay it forward. Conscious Talk Radio. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided meditative journey Designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. You buy organic, you wash your veggies, you try to avoid processed foods, you even use natural plant-based pesticides, but still worried about exposure to toxins? Every day, your liver is hard at work detoxifying your body from such present-day health risks as environmental toxins, unhealthy food and beverages, and medications we take. How can you help your liver? For starters, increase your glutathione levels. Glutathione is the body's primary antioxidant and helps your liver detoxify. As we age, glutathione levels go down, making us all vulnerable to a buildup of toxins. RegActive Detox and Liver Health helps rev up glutathione levels, assisting and supporting your liver to naturally cleanse and detoxify. Backed by over 20 years of published research, RegActive contains ME3, a patented probiotic proven to stimulate our body's own production of glutathione to help your liver maximize its detoxification process. Support your healthy liver today. Be proactive. Choose RegActive. RegActive Detox and Liver Health is available online. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, if uh, you just joined us, well, we're having a great conversation with Mark Lesser. And, you know, he's really uh, a very interesting, very unique person. has a great book called Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. So you kind of get the idea of this arc of experience that he's had in life. And, uh, you know, we are talking about that experience. So, Mark, before the break, I asked you about what was missing in these corporations and companies that you go in and, and you talk to and teach mindful practice. What are some of the, the key values or elements that are missing in those environments? Is kindness or caring or compassion or curiosity? Are those missing values in those companies? Yeah, and I was saying that I think uh, those are values that are uh, missing everywhere, not not just mm-hmm. in companies, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. in in our communities, in our data, and not so much that they're missing, but that there's there's a need for greater emphasis of them. But but I was going to say, even in a way, almost underneath that is um, there is a real hunger for greater connection with people to themselves, with with what are their what what is important to them, and then there's a real hunger for people to connect with each other. And in the, in the work world, not just in for people's roles, but for people to actually feel connection as as humans. That there's a mm. sense of, and and what's really um, important and positive about all of that 
is that one of the things that's exploding in the work world right now is the need for greater collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, and that, I, like I walk into companies like Google and other big companies, and it's incredible to see the diversity of cultures and backgrounds that, that you see in, in companies, and also that people are just day to day working across the globe, across cultures, and are needing to be tuned into what, what are the similarities and differences that they have across you know, uh, working, working in all different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, doesn't it seem, <laughs> it seems so amazing that here we're having the, the you know, this up uh, rising of nationalism and separation and all of that in the midst of what we've all been experiencing, uh, that need for greater connection. Mm -hmm. So, and, so pe I, and more people wanting, yeah. as you said, Mark, wanting to come together yeah. more and more. There's yes, a yes. there's a vacancy for yeah, it. There's yeah. obviously a vacancy. But it's created a lot of job security in in your end. I'm I'm sure. So, well, look, uh, people, you know, want to get to the you know down to earth aspects of of this kind of training. I mean, why mindfulness um, works. So. Um, if let's just say that people are in a job that they're really not that thrilled with and, uh, you know, they feel stuck in it. So, you know, what do you suggest for them in a mindfulness way? Yeah. So what I love about these, uh, mindfulness teachings is that it starts with, it starts with noticing what is. So like you're stuck, you're not happy. You, you know, you feel out of alignment from a mindfulness perspective. It's like, great, great. Let's let's really look at that. Let's really try and understand that. Rather, rather than usually, what happens is you're stuck. You turn away from it, right? You mm -hmm. you don't. Who 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 wants to feel stuck? Who wants right. to feel uncomfortable? But I think to me, this is the great starting place. Is why are you stuck? What is it? Mm. And then and then you can come up with, you know. It, maybe it's just a toxic environment and you're not going to change anything and you need to find some other situation. But that's pretty rare. Mm -hmm. Usually, usually it's I've stopped communicating with the people around me. I've stopped being curious. I've stopped asking questions about what what small steps might I take to to improve the communication here? What 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 maybe am I not seeing that I what, what can I do? So those, those to me are the, are the beautiful sort of opening. I, I like to, you know, sometimes people, um, uh, people ask me, wh why do people work with me? What's the, you know, why would, why would someone want to bring me into the world of business? And I sometimes say two words, pain and possibility, mm. <laughs> noticing what's not working and then creating paths for possibilities to make it work better. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that's such a great point because people don't look at what is really because they go off onto their long habited patterns, which, you know, for me is one of the real values of mindfulness and, and, and understanding that most of our reactions have nothing to do with us. You know, we, it's just our programming. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So I, yeah. I, and, I, yeah. And most of, and most of what we, what we come to as not working is other people and blame. Right. And, yes. and, and we, in very subtle and maybe not so subtle ways, it's easy to feel like we are passive or victims of our situation. And, and, and it requires, a, I think, a kind of um, some skills, some of these uh, emotional intelligence communication skills. And it also often takes quite a bit of courage to, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm often saying to people, you know, whatever it is that's lacking, right, you, you want more, you want more openness, you want more transparency, you want more sense of values, well, you go first, you, you take, you take the first steps, even if it's baby steps, how can you come out more and express some of those things that you're feeling are lacking mm -hmm. from your work environment. Mm -hmm. and, and, and taking off from that explanation, Mark, what if there's a lack of trust there in, in people in the company? They don't feel safe to come forward with that. Yeah, well, this is, um, you know, this is 
uh, it, it's um, <laughs> it's very easy to create uh, lack of trust and even um, one of my kind of almost um, mantras is that if you're not creating trust, you are creating cynicism. And mm -hmm. that it's very easy in, in the world of hierarchy and roles and money to have an environment that, that has very little trust. Trust takes real work and real skill. To, it, trust takes that building, that connection, and that, that trust means that we actually care about other people, not just about what they can do for me, but that I care about them as, as human beings. Mm -hmm. Now, in the world of work, this is where there is, there, there is just naturally this tension between mm -hmm. caring about people as people and caring about what they accomplish and what they can produce. And we can't pretend, we, so part of it is not pretending that there isn't that tension and finding a skillful way to deal with that inherent tension that's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to imagine that team building is, is really important in that effort too. That, uh, you know, because otherwise yeah. we're killed by competition and as much as we also want competition in that sort of keeping that edge rolling toward a goal. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, um, again, recognizing that the inherent tension and competition between maybe the needs of the individual, the needs of the team and the needs of the company and, and being able to see as clearly as we can, what those what those different strains and strands are, and to and to work with them mindfully, consciously, skillfully. Mm -hmm. So, if a CEO of the company or the president or whoever is in charge, if they sat down with their employees and explained this in the ways that you have expressed in the book. Wouldn't that create a, a joyful, uh, you know, a peaceful, but also a, a camaraderie with people and they would want to come to work and work together for the betterment of not only the company, but they'd be bettering themselves. Is that really your goal in doing this, Mark? Isn't that what this is all about? Well, I think, uh, I think Brenda, there's a, it's, there's a few pieces to that. So as you were, and, and we, you were both hinting at this as we started the conversation, that of course understanding and having a cognitive understanding of this is vitally important, but mm -hmm. equally important and challenging is how do you embody? How do you embody mm -hmm. these values mm -hmm. and these practices? It's mm -hmm. not. It's not enough to just say it or explain it. You have to live it and breathe it. Mm -hmm. We are. We humans are so sensitive to when when anyone is the slightest bit out of alignment, right? You can say, "Oh, I want to create a trusting environment," but if your if your body language and the way you deal with difficult situations doesn't send that message, you've got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's very apparent because we're very intuitive that way. Well, we're here with Mark Lesser. His book is Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, and it's Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. We'll be back after these messages. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. But few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life we refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different is it can focus subtle life force energy on a property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more. Oh, and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. Got indigestion, gas, bloating? Your symptoms could be caused by an imbalance of the good versus bad bacteria in your intestinal tract. 
stress, fast food, x-rays, antibiotics. They are all a part of modern life. They can decrease your good intestinal bacteria, leading to a rise of bad bacteria and then digestive distress. Make 2019 the year you tackle your digestive concerns head-on. Rebuild your good intestinal bacteria with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, a worldwide leader in probiotic health for over 30 years. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's will help improve your digestive well-being. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics will help you feel better. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Get your digestion under control today. Click your heels together three times. Now you know you're not in Kansas anymore. You're listening to Conscious Talk. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power PH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how PowerPH relieves soreness the next day, so you feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. PowerPH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If PowerPH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA, BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference power ph can make in your life for more information and to order go to powersofph.com that's powersofph.com discover the power of higher ph your body will thank you when you buy health products you can save up to 50 percent at vitaminlife.com the world's largest selection of supplements herbs homeopathic health and beauty products and more Choose from VitaminLife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to VitaminLife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call VitaminLife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back, folks. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And for starting your day with us and joining us on our website at ConsciousTalk.net. Check out our events section and check out our new button at the top that says Conscious Partners. It's going to flip down and take you to the FLFE program we've been talking about. And there's a free 15-day trial on that program. Uh, Quite a remarkable program. We're getting all kinds of feedback from listeners and friends and family that are on it and uh, some of the changes that are happening in in their lives. So you may want to uh, experiment with yours. I'm Brenda Michaels. And I'm Rob Spears. And we're here with Mark Lesser. He's the author of Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. If you want to learn more about uh, Mark and his work, you can go to uh, Mark Lesser, and, and Mark is M-A-R-C, Lesser, L-E-S-S-E-R, dot net. So, um, Mark, you know, I mentioned at the very beginning of this interview, Google, Zen Monastery Kitchen. How, how did this all come about? Yeah. Well, it, it happened when I, uh, I took a one-year leave of absence from college. Uh, I was at Rutgers in the East Coast. And that, ten, that, that one year turned into 10 years of living at the San Francisco Zen Center. In my, so I spent my 20s as a Zen Center resident. And five of those 
I was living at Tassajara Zen Mountain Center, which is the first uh, Zen monastery in the Western world. And for most of that five years, I found myself working in the kitchen. Uh, I was a bread baker for a year. I was the assistant to the head cook, and I was the head cook. And and a you know a, a big part of Zen practice happens to be work and the value of of that movement back and forth from sitting on the meditation cushion to taking those those lessons and insights into one's daily work and then that daily work and taking those lessons and insights into the meditation practice and that that sense of uh, practice being a, a both of those aspects and and it was in that Zen kitchen that I just noticed how how much the, the combination of effort and effortlessness and and connectedness and and working in a pretty, you know, a pretty high-pressured, stressful environment where there was the expectation of producing high-quality uh, vegetarian, gourmet vegetarian meals. Uh, Tassajara turns into a summer resort uh, every, you know, all, all uh, a- after the winter practice periods. It opens up to about 70 or 80 overnight guests who, in part, come there because of the amazing food, mm-hmm. and and just that experience of of loving and being engaged in the world of work in, in that kitchen. And, and I wondered, like, why isn't everyone working this way with this sense of, this sense of highly structured organization and yet great caring and connection with the people we were working with and a very, very high bar for results and producing the highest quality outcomes in terms of the meals there? Mm. You know, one of the things that I was wondering when I was reading your book, Mark, that I I wanted to ask about is I didn't see uh, much about humor. And humor is one of the values that I wrote down that I didn't realize was important to me to have humor in our lives. Is that important in the seven practices of a mindful leader to have a good sense of humor? Totally. And and I'm... um... I, I'm sorry you didn't find me funnier. Um, I'm really working at <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> no, I sometimes I sometimes joke. I sometimes say that really all of this all of this work that I do is all creating the ground for my my greatest aspiration, which is to do what I what I call sit down comedy. So it's taking <laughs> it's taking stand up comedy and doing sitting down. <laughs> and and doing it cross-legged and and having it having a lot of it be poking fun at people who who say they're living a spiritual life. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm yeah. trying. I'm really I'm really I think working. you're gonna have a new career. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and you're you'll be a mindful one at that. So yeah. you'll have the best of both worlds. <laughs> well, it's like uh, you know we we are gonna get into. Um, some of these uh, uh, qualities and practices, you know, when we come back, because we are here with Mark Lesser, and uh, we're talking about his book, Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader. It's lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen, and uh, we are discovering how you can take these practices into your workplace, and not just there, but your In life. Your life. Yeah. yeah, that's and, what and I And that's found. what's important. You are listening to Conscious Talk, and we'll be back after these messages. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. 
Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Conscious Talk. Food for the soul is our mission for nutrition. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Walmart, CVS, Whole Foods, Rite Aid, and everywhere else. Or clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Now go wash your nose. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, if you just joined us, we're having a great conversation. And and, and I could add, it's, you know, a humorous one with uh, Mark Lesser. Uh, he's the author of Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader. It's Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen, which on the surface could be quite humorous in my mind. So, Mark, uh, let's talk about a couple of the seven practices. What are uh, a couple of these practices? I, I think we've kind of generalized in our conversation, but let's get a little more specific. Good. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, I, I could have answered when you asked me at the beginning, what's my definition of mindfulness? Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been playing with that one way to define mindfulness is through the lens of these seven practices. Mm. So the, pra- the practices are love the work, do the work, don't be an expert, connect to your pain, connect to the pain of others, depend on others, and keep making it simpler. Mm. And in some way, I think, you know, these practices um, are in a way like uh, lay out what mindfulness is, that mindfulness and the way they, they both, they, they, and they all connect mindfulness practice and leadership practice or the practice of influencing. I mean, everyone's a leader in that we all have leaders. But that mindfulness and leadership, I think, both start with love, actually start with with noticing what you really care about. And then, you know, doing the work is how you bring that into your life. And not being an expert is is about appreciating every moment and seeing seeing that every moment really is new and fresh and connecting with your pain and connecting with the pain of others. We've talked a little bit about the importance of not turning away from when we're stuck or when things are difficult and seeing that that difficulty is just part of the human condition and depending on others is that we depend on others for the air we breathe and for the internet that we're using and and for our own identities and then maybe the hardest especially these days is the seventh practice of keep making it simpler Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That, that, there, there you have it. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and I think part of that, too, Mark, and that keep making it simpler is that, you know, we do have the duality here, the complexity and the, you know, simp- the simple Simplest. ways of doing things. And, uh, and the mind, I think, for the most part, if you're just living in your head most of the time, there's a lot of complexity there. Uh, it, the mind seems to like, you know, want to make problems and, and then want to dramatize the problems and want to make it more complex. And as part of that mindfulness being, uh, you know, more balanced from head to heart then for that, that piece of it. Yeah. I think the, you know, major pieces of it are, you know, um, being, being, aspiring and working toward alignment right between mm-hmm. between the as you were saying the head and the heart to um, imagine that um, you know that you you 
are loving the work that you do in the world and it doesn't even feel like work because it's so much a part of your own values mm. and your own your own being you know that that you are in uh, healthy relationships with the people in your personal life and the people in your uh, in your work life and that you you know and that you pay attention to where you're the relationships that need work and you have you feel a sense of confidence there's a so in some way you know mindfulness practice and work require this this interesting paradoxical blend of of being confident and at the same time being curious uh, seeing everything as a as a learning situation but it takes a certain confidence and certain courage mm -hmm. to have that mm -hmm. attitude Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the ones that I find most important is connecting to your pain and the pain of others. Mm -hmm. We um, uh, have said over the years on this show that one of the most important things that we learned is that everything is for you. And, you know, maybe another way of saying that is that you can um, fail your way up to success. I mean, you have to get out there, have experience and that's what you learn from, we actually, uh, in that arena, learned a lot from having a life-threatening disease earlier on in our lives. And, uh, you know, one wouldn't think that kind of pain would be uh, instructional or a great thing, but it was. It changed our lives and our focus. And, and that's where maybe, Mark, and I was going to ask you about inspiration, it, it's one of the challenging things for most people is to to either be inspired in their life or stay inspired in their life. And connecting to, uh, to your pain and the pain of others, believe it or not, can create some inspiration. What do you think about that? Totally. I mean, I think this is the, um, you know, whether it's a... Um a life-threatening illness, or it doesn't have to be that dramatic, you know, mm -hmm. um, not, not getting a job that you want, or not getting into a school that you wanted to get into, or somebody, you know, in, that you care about leaving you, or we, we all, you know, when we're paying attention, there are disappointments and pains, you know, all, all, all the time. Mm -hmm. And that, um, and, and so much of it is what is our what is our relationship with them and what is our attitude with, with what's difficult. Mm -hmm. And that when we see the more that we can see everything as a chance to learn and grow, we can access, I think our own, that sense of awe, that sense of wonder, that sense mm -hmm. of that, that we're, we're not, we're not preparing ourselves for, for failure. In fact, it's good to prepare yourself for success, right? Mm -hmm. To have a vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to have a vision of where it is you want to go and what success looks like. And at the same time, to have the resilience to deal with failures and things that don't go work because we're, we're cultivating that sense. Of, I, mean, I, I mean, I think we don't even have to cultivate, I think, wonder and awe. They're just there right. when, yeah. we're not, when we're not caught by the problems when we're not when we're not being a victim we're not blaming that when the more we can let that come and go the more we can connect and touch into that deeper sense of inspiration and even love mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, you know one of the things that uh, comes up uh, you know the focus here obviously you know starts with work because that's where most people seem to have their they seem to put their focus on problem solving. But what about at home? I mean, it, look, these days people work 24-7. I mean, they, they, they're connected on their uh, smartphones, etc. They can't get away from work, and that often doesn't help the home situation. So how do you turn it off if, if you are threatening your relationships by working 24-7? Well, I think I think – Almost everyone, there may be some exceptions, but almost everyone does have the, the ability and control to literally turn it off. And I think, I think it's essential. I mean, I, I find myself coaching a lot of people who tell me that when they come home from work, they, part of it is they can't turn it off mentally and emotionally. 
right? It's not just, it's, so one part of it might be, you know, turning your cell phone off or putting your phone into a drawer so that you can have dinner with your family. This, I think this is a, it's, it's becoming a, a lost art. And I think it's, yes. um, I think it's important. And, and also then there's the, the mental training of, I think it's really important to, as you're, to, to pay attention to that transition from work life to home life and, and find a way to let it go and be, and whether it's, whether it's having downtime for yourself, whether it's being able to be with the important people, but to be able to be able to have those, those clear uh, distinctions. Mm. So we have about a minute left, Mark. Um, is there a difference then between practice and in it being a habit or, or is there a difference? Well, I, you know, I, I talk about this in the book some as that a practice maybe is a, is a bit more intentional and ongoing and, mm-hmm. and has a sense, has a sense of continuity and, and, con, you know, uh, in the Zen world, they talk about, you know, continual practice and even the word mindfulness, literally that the word that's translated, um, that's translated into mindfulness means to remember. Mm. So I think practicing is again and again remembering I'm here, I'm alive, I'm okay, remembering, remembering yes. to, be, to, be, to be present. Yes, I like that because it's intentional where a habit just happens, the practice is truly you can embody that intention of the practice. Yeah, and it's hard to be distracted when you're following your breath. So take yeah. a breath, folks, yeah. and check out the book, Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, Lessons from Google and a Zen Monastery Kitchen. You can go to find out more about Mark by going to marklesser.net, and that's M-A-R-C. L-E-S-S-E-R. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us, for writing such a great book, and for doing the work in the world you're doing. We truly appreciate it. And, folks, we appreciate you as well. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Conscious Talk. Radio that lights the way. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.